podcast everyone my name is Dwayne and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live as always I am joined by my co-host Hannah Louise Ringswald hello hi how how you doing how you been I'm good how are you I'm all right where you been at what you been up to Not a lot. Not a damn thing, huh? No, not really. So, everyone, we are back here on the podcast today. We had a week break because there was a lot of content that we pumped out last week. So, figured I'd give... I was going to say, we just had Batman shows up the ass. Batman shows, (laughs) like four Batman episodes. So, um, they've been doing all... They've been all doing really, really, really well, like more than I ever thought. Um, so I really appreciate you guys all for listening and stuff. But Hannah and I are back today in our weekly Cinemania Live episode here to talk about what's been going on this week. This week has been a train wreck, not in a bad way, <laughs> just a, a lot of stuff going on. But um, before we get into all that, how you doing? How you been? Um, good. It's good. Good. What you been? Uh, you been watching stuff? Listen, I'm tired of you watching uh-huh. Tenet. Like, how many times? How many times you, how, <laughs> I watched how, it how, twice how, this week. How long are you going to be doing this? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like, what is going on? I don't know what Nolan laced with that movie. It's just, it's everything to me. I can't explain it. Is it like a comfort film? What's going on here? I've watched that movie No, it's twice. not even that. It's just, <laughs> it's one of those movies where I don't think that I fully get it, and I don't think I ever will fully get it. So but in my watch head, until I'm like, you understand. <laughs> if I watch it like <laughs> all the time, then maybe I'll get it someday. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think that I fully understand everything. It's just there's like crack in it. I don't know. Like I'm never like tired of watching it. Like every single time I turn it on, I'm like fully into it, and I love it. And it's just also very sexy, so. Oh, my God, Hannah. Why are you doing this? Anyway, <laughs> uh, what else you watched this week? And I watched The Faculty. Oh, my God. I, I said I in the group chat, last night. I said, listen, 90s horror Hannah is, like, legit. Keep watching them. Go ahead. <laughs> Watch some more. I loved it. Oh my yeah, God. the faculty is great. I I watched it. I watched it since I was a kid. It's like one of those movies that my mom just put on, and I walked into the room and just thought it was the the opening is fucking nuts man oh my god i i had no idea what it was about i had no idea what it was oh really i just thought yeah literally none i (laughs) i i went in and i knew that it was directed by robert rodriguez and it was written by the screenwriter but i didn't know it was gonna be like a horror movie that's not what i thought it was gonna be i would love to see a a horror movie anyway it's it's one of those movies that i would absolutely love a modern day reboot for with the right people involved like i don't want like a you know like you know, like a bunch of just random unknowns, and like did the studio just said, "Hey, let's just reboot this movie," and you know, I want like people to like speak <laughs> out to do it again. You know, yeah. I feel like with today, even with back back in the day technology, they were still able to do a lot. 
with the movie as far as like the sci-fi elements of it i love the fight. yeah it's great um there's there's a lot of cg that doesn't hold up for sure but i think that kind of like adds to like the charm of the movie though because it's like very campy um so the cg doesn't really bother me i mean like uh i haven't had like what's her name (laughs) um oh my god what is her name femke i think femke jensen um who plays i think she she plays jean gray in the uh the earlier x-men movies and yeah like, she's like this okay so like before she gets kind of turned into an alien she's like this uh just like you know she's like clumsy teacher and stuff <laughs> yes. and then she gets the and then she gets like whatever it's called she gets something the and parasite now whatever yeah now she's all like hot and all this stuff i love the faculty so much it's, um, it's such a disaster there's one scene in particular that i was like this is literally like the most fun i've had watching something <laughs> uh in like forever it's the scene where casey brings them to the school to show them what he found and he's Mm -hmm. like trying to be like hey guys there's like aliens in the school and they're taking over the faculty and they're like no no that's you're like lying whatever and then the teacher comes in and then they tell him um zeke tells him he's like Mm -hmm. oh Casey thinks you guys are aliens and then they have to fight the teacher and literally like the thing his fingers come off and they're like crawling yeah. all over oh, <laughs> and, like the, um, the fucking like parasite thing is coming out of his hands I was like this the, is so the, stupid and fun the fucking um Terminator Terminator Robert yeah from uh Peacemaker yeah from Peacemaker um, yeah uh keep forgetting his name Robert something but he's also he's a great villain he's he's very typecast as a villain but like you know sorry yeah. Terminator Terminator 2 and then, you know, the faculty, he was like, the 90s was like, he was all over the place, you know, like he was, he's mm-hmm. just so, he's just so great. Um, but yeah. There's a lot I of watch. great like body horror in it too. Yeah, um, I love the fact that, that uh, so good. that scene in like the shower, uh, shower rooms oh, yeah. and the teacher comes up and literally just like her like whole scalp comes off, like kind of mm-hmm. like burned and peeled off. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. <laughs> Robert Patrick is the name. Listen, I gotta rewatch that yeah. movie. I got the Blu-ray in the in the shelf. You know, uh, no, that, yeah, Jordana Brewster's in there. The movie and uh, Elijah Wood. It's a pretty solid cast. Um, I have so fun. I have so much fun with the movie. Um, I feel like you can make you can easily make a modern reboot as far as like, yeah, for sure. You know, like a like a teenage cast and stuff and. You know, and then just bring in a bunch of adults and whatnot, and um, you know, I put some like legitimate actors and some in like the teacher roles. Like, I don't know who I would put in like as a teacher in here, like now, like just like a really. Comedic... I feel like James Wan or Lee Winnell would have a lot of fun with the faculty. It. Yeah, I agree, and it yeah. has to be very funny and stuff. Um, but I have a lot of fun with the faculty. Um, I haven't watched it in a a while i usually watch it i watch it all the time though I, like i said like i said i own the blu-ray and it's one of my favorites but um yeah so this week like we said we had a lot of things go down we're not going to go to a step-by-step as far as what happened this week we're just gonna kind of um bring up you know if we're kind of we're gonna go into questions soon and then we'll kind of base off our reactions to everything from you guys questions to us one one thing I want to talk about real, real quick was that Riddler shit. What a swing and a miss for me. I know they didn't promise anything with that. Oh, a hundred percent thing with the 
But I was like, that's it? I mean, I guess I guess yeah. it's like social media. I think there's more like coming, media. though. I do. I agree. It's like, yeah, because uh, there's a cipher that was because you got the pictures, but then you got another cipher and it said uh, Gotham loves a comeback. haha. So everyone thinks that we're going to get like the deleted Joker scene. I'm presuming that, shit. From what that would be the... awesome. I'm really excited to see it. Cypher is. I know me too. A lot. Um, yeah, he. I just want to see him like it. in full makeup. Yeah, he said it, and I still don't think they're. I still don't think they're, they're gonna show him fully. I think it's still gonna be like a kind of, like you know, the same way he was talking to the Riddler. I think it's still gonna be kind of that, but you yeah. didn't see his eyes and stuff. Um, I think they're gonna save the actual full look for like whenever they decide to put him in the movie and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that came out. Um, we had a bunch of delays this week from Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. What a way to just ruin your momentum. I just think that's so weird what they did. Um, a lot of people were speculating it had something to do with the Discovery kind of acquisition. You know, acqu- you know Discovery um, acquired uh, Warner Media, and that's going to be going through mm-hmm. soon in a couple of months. I was going to say, we can't blame it on COVID anymore. We really can, especially with some of the movies that you, what a movie that you just released that was filming during COVID, It's like one of the most critically yeah. acclaimed comic book movies. So, just weird, and especially it's it feels like a last minute decision because before we uh before we talked, they had that like they had uh, that fucking sizzle reel. Yeah, right and right before the Batman is when I saw it the fir- the second time. And then they released it online, and then they. They doubled down and released it again last week. And I'm like, you had a lot of momentum. I just don't understand. Batman opened up really, really good. Um, <laughs> it's doing well still. A lot of people were speculating. 400 that, already. Yeah, a lot of people were speculating that the movie could like could could have a big drop off in the second weekend because of uh because of like oh the three hours and you know the but the but the cinema score is, is still really good as far as audiences. Um I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of critics underestimate the general public. They just think they're all just they want one thing, which is family friendly. Ooh, boop, boop, beep, beep. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, what? Where, where do we get that? Like a lot of R-rated movies open great. Like a like this not yeah. this, like it's not. It, Biden's PG-13, but I'm saying if you're if you're if you're going in there with like, oh, it's too dark. Oh, how are people going to come and see this movie? It's like a lot of dark films have opened pretty well, whether it was horror or like superhero. I don't get the, I don't get that. Arg- Joker made a billion dollars. I just don't get the argument. It's really, yeah, it's really strange to me as far as like, it is. you know, you can't open to a certain amount because you're I mean, not family like friendly. The it movies, even the it too, movies, 2017's it, the Deadpool movies, even though it's a little bit, it's it's comedy, but those those are still rated R. The suicide, the suicide Squad, when it came out, the tone was very dark for that movie, and that opened up really, really good. I, I don't get that kind of random the argument. Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Suicide Squad <laughs> without, without the the opened, like, solid way more than last year's did. I mean, even though last year's was actually rated R, I just don't understand. I just don't get with that random. I, I saw that so many times this week as far as, like, Oh, it's too dark, and oh, it could have imagined how much it could have opened if it was like a lighthearted. I'm like, dude, you think Warner Brothers are stressing over 134 million opening? 
or do you think they're stressing over this like it's it's about this it's it's surpassing 400 million dollars as we speak they're not literally going into <laughs> it's, its second weekend it's second weekend I, I'm, I'm pulling up theaters and these theaters are still packed i'm not even just like i pulled up the dolby theater for like six o'clock tonight and there's one one seat left one like you know what i mean like it, it's as if yeah. this week is opening weekend right now the opening weekend is tracking about like 60 68 million 68 70 million which is amazing <laughs> like yeah. where we're at as far as right now for week two I don't know, dude. I just there's so many people. That's who what Shang Chi did in its opening weekend, right? <laughs> Shang Chi did like around that number, like I think it was like eighty or something, and and it, and and that number is also close to what Eternals did too. So, to anyone thinking that this is a disappointment or a flop, they just they just want to see this movie fail. This there's, there's absolutely no reason to call this movie anything but a success movies are subjective box office is not numbers, <laughs> like, numbers is not uh you know w- women lie men lie numbers do not and that's just that's just <laughs> that's 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 what it is you know numbers do not lie if the movie opened to like 40 million and whatever then you can have those arguments but the movie is is making it's making bank and that's all you can really say so um yeah i'm really happy about that how are you feeling about this week as far as the batman goes did you see it again are you uh planning on seeing it how how are you a week after it's like release um yeah i'm going again tonight think about it every day (laughs) (laughs) um i've seen it three times now and Mm -hmm. it's still just as excellent every single time like i don't get bored or you know, tired of it or anything or notice things that bother me on repeat viewings. That's still just like, if anything, it gets better on rewatches. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm still, I'm still only at, I'm still only at my like three watches, but I really want to see it again and stuff. But, um, yeah, I've, it's, it's the only movie that I've all, I've, I've been able to really think about this week. So, um, but I'm happy, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. It's a that means it's a good thing. So, um, yeah, it's and a good movie things... to like think about and sit on for sure. You notice a lot of yeah, like, of course, because it is so long that there's so many moments in the movie where like if I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, oh, like I didn't really like um notice that really when I was like watching it, but like thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, or just even on like repeat watches, like it took me till my third watch to notice like the penguin thing, the waddle thing, and I thought that was so funny. Yeah. So being able to like still go back and like notice things that are like funny or excite me on like each watch is mm-hmm. really cool yeah i agree 100 percent. all right let's get into some questions here on the podcast these questions have been piling up all week so we'll spend most of the show talk taking your questions and discussing uh if you want to send us a message 617-506-3409 you can text us anytime with thoughts and questions about anything that you want if you're randomly watching a tv show you say huh and you have something to say <laughs> shoot us a message or if you're watching the batman and after you come out of the movie you're like interesting just shoot us a message why not just don't call the number <laughs> God. Oh, man. anyway um <laughs> this person here says really excited for dune part two what are your thoughts on the florence Pugh casting great She's awesome. What about you? Yeah. What are you feeling? Florence Pugh's great. Um, she yeah, just talks, but that, it, 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 it generally means that she's she's cast. I don't really have 
any like strong opinions on the princess casting anyway. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people got excited about it because they're like, oh, love triangle. And I'm like, no. <laughs> mm, not, Paul yeah, does right. not care about the princess uh, <laughs> in the book. Uh, so don't get excited about a love triangle because mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great. I think it's. I think it's a fantastic casting. Florence Pugh is eating up them. I really hate the. I, I really hate reports that are like. Um, one thing that bothers me is the whole Marvel Rising Star. Get the hell out of here with that mess, man. She, Florence Pugh has been eating shit up since 2018. She's literally like, an Academy what? Award nominee. Like, ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's that's the shit that I hate. Um, okay, let's move on to another question here. This person here says, what is your next anticipated movie after the Batman? Uh, right now, right now for me, if you ask me, like, what is my, like, what am I really looking forward to? I can't get Jordan Peele's nope out of my head. I keep watching mm, the trailer. I keep watching one. theories. Yeah. I keep watching videos. That shit's coming all the way out in July, though. But yeah, that one, probably that one. <clears throat> I'd say probably X for me right now. I keep watching like the trailers and stuff like that, and I really want to go see it. For that yet. Looks good. It looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So uh, this person here says, "I can't wait to hear Hannah's thoughts on Sean Levy uh, directing Deadpool 3. <laughs> Christ! Oh God! It's fine. Hannah's tripping. <clears throat> I." Just okay. I haven't liked any of Sean Levy's movies, like literally none of them. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, but Night at the Living Museum." I'm like, I don't like. When I was younger, sure, it was cool, I guess. But like, I <laughs> no way I'm like thinking about Night at the Living Museum like ever, um, like as as an adult or have like any um need to go rewatch it or anything. But everything else that he's directed, like even like Real Steel, I don't like Real Steel. What? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's just I don't like any of his movies. I don't think they're very funny. I don't think that they have any real like vision behind them. Um, you so... tell me you didn't like Big Fat Liar? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Are you kidding? So, and I know, like, him and Ryan, like, have this thing going on right now at Free Guy and the Adam Project, and I haven't watched the Adam Project yet, um, and, but I hated Free Guy. Free Guy's so fucking bad. Um. You hate, oh, so, come on, dude. I, literally one of the most annoying movies that I've ever seen. I don't, and like, the way love that Free Guy. I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's alright. <clears throat> no. Um. <laughs> the... The way that I pitched it on Twitter was, yes, the Deadpool movies are obnoxious, but they're obnoxious in a good way. And Sean Levy's movies are obnoxious for sure, but they're, like, made for people who are obnoxious in, like, an unbearable way. So, and I know a lot of people already kind of, like, don't like Deadpool because they're like, oh, he's annoying. But I'm like, now he's, like, going to actually be annoying. Um, At least if we're going to do, like, his type of humor and stuff like that. And thank God the writers from the first and second are coming back because Mm -hmm. i don't know if i could do another directed and written by sean levy movie uh (laughs) because like i said i hated free guy i am actually and i also just i am glad that he's like the writers are coming back at least yeah and i also just i love 
both Deadpool movies. Um, I think Tim mm. Miller did a great job with the first one, but then I think that David Leach improved on everything that he did mm-hmm. um, with the second. Uh, I think that there's just a lot of like, I think the filmmaking in the second one is really great. I think all the action's great. And I love that, like, the emotional beats of the second one. I rewatch the second one all the time. And I also think it's funnier than the first one. Even though I do love the first one, I just think that the second, like, takes everything that, you know, they built and then approves upon it. I know I'm in the minority with that opinion, but I'm going to stand by that opinion because I feel very strongly about it. But, yeah, I'm just sad that somebody's taking over that, like, can't even give us, like, the same, I guess, action that we got in the second one. Because I think that's better than the first also. The uh, action? Uh, I guess. Yeah. The set pieces are a little bigger. The action, I was like, eh, it's all right. <clears throat> Whatever, dude. Uh, second, second Deadpool, I'm just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't not dislike it. I just think it's all right. It's one of those, it's one of those movies. I think, I think one of the reasons, I think, you know, one of your favorite sequel, you know, like, like double movies, right? Like a one and two. It's like 2021 20, and 22 Jump Street, right? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm, because I absolutely. think Twenty Two Jump Jump Street absolutely just doesn't try to do so much more. I think there's a such thing as sequelitis, where like you have to do big, 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 and more epic and more scale and stuff. And I think one of the reasons why the first Deadpool worked so well is because it it was like a smaller kind of movie and it was kind of contained in what it was doing. Deadpool Two, there's just a lot of shit going on. Um, and I, and I, and I feel like directors, like directors, like, you know, directors for like 21 and 22 jump street, you know, I, I would have loved, I would have loved them for, uh, for Deadpool three, but they didn't do it. Oh yeah. I would have, I would have loved a more artsy kind of director for the movie. Like art, I mean like artsy camp, like an Edgar, Edgar Wright or something like that for Deadpool three. This, what, what my main worry about this like that nobody that here nobody's talking about. This is this shit about to be PG thirteen to me. Yeah. This this when I saw it that he was the director, I was like, this shit's gonna be PG thirteen. I I think I think they don't wanna. I think they don't wanna make this a twentieth century, like a, a century whatever they're calling it now. Uh, what century studios? I think they don't wanna do that. And I think they want to have the brand of Marvel Studios all over it. And I think they want to have the, you know, the opportunity to put it on Disney Plus without any parental stuff. This is about to be PG-13. All the reports about, oh, Deadpool's rated R, they're going to keep it rated R. I don't, I'm not buying any of that. When I saw that they got Sean Levy, who just did Free Guy and, and made a bunch of money and it kept like the amount of legs that Free Guy had last summer was absolutely astonishing. And they 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 have a sequel coming up for that movie. And these if he if they're bringing him in, they see the relationship between them two, they're gonna do whatever they can they can to make Deadpool a more family friendly product which I am not excited for, but I think anybody who's a, who wants, who's, who's thinking this was about to be rated R, I could be eating my own words in a few years, always happens, but I think this, this shit's about to be PG-13 and it's about to be right under the Marvel Studios belt. Um, what do you think about that? You have any thoughts with, about that? Because I, I don't know, that, that's, the, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It wasn't even about like the director that they got. I was like, oh, this shit's about to be a Marvel movie. Like, I'm talking Marvel, Marvel. Like, so, 
I was a little, <laughs> I was a little stressed, stressed out about that. I yeah, I think the director choice really just points to maybe a mm-hmm. PG thirteen. Because he is, but he's has been making family films and you know uh, yeah. blockbuster uh, that are blockbusters that are accessible for his entire career. So <laughs> this very much feels like a safe choice. Yeah, it's very. I, I agree that that that's exactly what I would say. It's a very safe pick for a director, like safe. And that's safe. just it's, upsetting it's, to it's, me, I guess, because. Yeah. I feel like Tim Miller and David Leach weren't like super obvious choices for the first or second Deadpool, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know. And I think that they brought some sort of like artistic merit to those movies. They feel very different, even though they are, you know, both Deadpool movies and they have the same writers, they look completely different too. And I just think that that's like, you know, those director stamps on those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean Levy just doesn't have any of that. <laughs> like, at all yeah. Yeah. so i'm like that's not very exciting to me either yeah i um i i mean I, I i agree i think i do i haven't seen this adam this adam shit yeah on netflix but um i do have i did have a lot of fun when i did see free guy it does lean a little bit too on the ip towards the end as far as like hey this is disney and stuff but i have fun with it but I will say, like, out of all the choices, I'm like, but then again, it's small. I'm really not surprised. This is what they do. This is, they, they just, they find a fella. But up until or, now, I wasn't thinking Deadpool yeah. 3 would be, you know, in the Marvel, the MCU at least. You know what I mean? Man, like, I don't that's know where how. Before this pick was made, I that my thought would be this is going to be separate from the mcu it's going to be under the 20th century thing you know Mm -hmm. that's what i was thinking before this so i wasn't expecting them to go out and get one of their mcu directors to do this because i was thinking you know oh this is different for them that means that you know we're going to be able to keep what we've been you know doing going but obviously that's not the case i mean we could be eating our words like you said yeah yeah for sure as of now it just it seems like it's pointing that way with this person you know when you know when that killed that idea well not idea but you know when that thought kind of erased in my head as far as like the next Deadpool is gonna be rated R when they did that hmm. Korg shit with him and Korg oh I mm-hmm. feel like that was like a little bit of a test run of like how he can mesh with other Marvel characters even though Korg is not like Korg clearly I'm not an idiot Korg is not like Captain America or like Spider Man but he's a Marvel character. And he has, I mean, he had, he was in Thor Ragnarok. He was in Avengers Endgame, and he's probably gonna, most likely gonna be in the next Thor movie. Um, you put, you put Taika, Taika with, uh, with, with Ryan Reynolds. So they probably thought, ooh, man, this, this, that little thing went well. Taika also just starred in Free Guy with Ryan. So. Exactly, and you put all that shit. We're like, ooh, they kind of mesh well together. People really like the little pairing. You think Feige doesn't want Deadpool in the fucking MCU? Deadpool? I, I, Feige is a lot of things, but Feige, he, one of the things that, that, that we appreciate for him, from him, and the fact that he's not just a studio head or a studio exec is that he's a fan of these comics and a fan of this universe and a fan of these characters. And there are so many Deadpool and this person like comics. Deadpool and Spider-Man, Deadpool and Punisher, Deadpool and Daredevil, Deadpool and the X-Men, Deadpool and the Avengers. There's a whole comic run that's called 
Deadpool kills the Avengers. <laughs> and I, I'm not I'm not saying they're gonna go with that as far as like a story, but clearly, I mean, the guy probably loves the character and was like probably kicking himself the fact that he couldn't use the character because it was with Fox for so many so for so long. But now he can use him. And I, yeah, after the Korg thing and then this director, yeah, he's he's in it. At least to me right now, he's in the MCU. And that's, <laughs> that's I mean, that's what we got to deal with. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, we don't know for sure what's going to happen with Deadpool, but we'll see. But um, yeah, let's do a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into more questions regarding the news this week. Back in a moment, everyone. See you in Back on the show here, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne, joined by my arch nemesis. <laughs> One of my friends asked me, why do I say that on some like shows? And I was like, have you guys, I told them, <laughs> I told them, have you noticed I only do it when it's like the, like not Cinemania Live and it's like when Hannah is on like a review or it's like another show <laughs> or something because I feel like. That's the shtick. We are not friends. <laughs> Anna and I are enemies. Okay? It's the truth. You should see our messages, man. Our messages are fucking ridiculous. We're coworkers. <laughs> our messages are like, fuck, you know, what are you doing? They're like, Dwayne, like, shut up. It's Women's History Month. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, whatever. Dude. They are very aggressive. Just always throwing <laughs> daggers. For what? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you for. Why are you always trying to attack me and shit? <laughs> All right. This person here says, time. I don't know. It's women's history month. <laughs> I can't. I can't stand. It's the twelfth. <laughs> we got to get to April because Hannah's been acting <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. This person here says, "Sup, nerds." I'm sure Hannah will agree with me on this, but why is Sean? Oh, we just about okay. Why is Sean Levy the worst choice for Deadpool three? He's like John Watts, not a terrible director, but just eh. Hannah about to get your ass, man. He's right. John Watts, can Hannah, can you really be on here and be like, oh, John Watts is like, ugh. He's like, I. Right. I stand by my man. Leave him alone. <laughs> I like John Watts, though. He makes likable movies. Hannah. John I, Levy just makes annoying I, movies. I, I, we're just. Right. This person John Watts is actually funny. What? What? John Watts is actually funny. Like his movies are funny. Oh fuck. Anyway, um this person here <laughs> this person here says, How excited are you guys for Obi-Wan Kenobi? 
the trailer was great. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you. Yeah, that. I'm really excited. Yeah, the trailer was a lot of fun. Uh, when is it coming out in May? Um. Yeah, Deborah Chow did all the episodes, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I'm super psyched. Yeah, it looks good, and I've actually been missing some of the like Jedi stuff as far. Like, I love my bounty hunters, but I'm like, I'm, I kind of want my, I kind of want my zoom zooms and my, uh, my, my lightsaber. I was gonna say, it feels you know? nice that we're kind of leaving the Mandalorian verse for. I a agree. Little bit. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> let's get into some other character. I think I was saying this. Love like, Mando. When, of course, but... I think I was saying this like when Boba was started. I'm like, bro, I'm tired of these bounty hunters. Can we get some like Jedi <laughs> or something else or? Cal Kestis, man, give Cameron Mahonigan a call and let him be Cal. Oh my God, please. Don't that, like, how, why is he having, the game's been out for like, whatever, let me just not start this. And um, he's so, it makes me so upset that he's not more booked and busy because he's so talented. He's so fucking good. I always bring it up, Um, his performance on Gotham, Gotham as a show isn't that great, right? Mm. Um, Even I think that his character kind of derailed, but he was never the issue um joker because that's what he is and they mm-hmm. tried to get around it so bad but his performance as joker is definitely one of my favorite jokers he's so good in gotham and also shameless he's great and shameless agreed oh yeah he was like he was he was almost too good for he's shameless. my favorite character in shameless yeah yeah he, like, he was definitely he was like, too good for shameless i was like brother you gotta get out of here or something <laughs> like i know i know the main i know what's her face was like oh i'm I mean, leaving to do better things and then she goes to do cold pursuit with Liam, Neeson. yeah, and like this is your better <laughs> things, I guess, dude. I hate when when people who are like, listen, we don't know anything behind the scenes, but when you have like a show that's literally kind of projected your career as far as like made you launch into who you are right now, and then you just kind of shit on it and be like, oh, I want to do better things. This is not for me. Um, it's it's like weird behavior a little bit. Like, remember, uh. What's her name from uh from Sex Education? Like mm-hmm. I think it was like reports when she was like you know Emma Mackey I think her name is like reports oh. of like she was being hard on set and you know she wants to move on and stuff and she goes and do Death on the Nile I'm like I guess like <laughs> I mean it it's just weird because I'm like Sex Education is only on its third season yeah like, it's not like it's on its huh? tenth like Seamus Seamus should have ended like it's season six. Shameless was like season ten. I think the last good season of Shameless was season seven. That's when I stopped watching. Um, I stopped watching when it got into season ten. Ish, I was like, I'm out of here, dude. This was not the same. Yeah, I think after Mickey left, I think that would have been such a good wrap up for the show. But yeah, Mm. I agree. (laughs) We had to keep going. (laughs) This person here says thoughts on the Oppenheimer cast from Nolan. Do the cast is let me not say what I'm gonna say, but well, I I know people are like joking, like wouldn't like, oh it's so white, and I'm like I don't I don't know why anyone will want to be represented in this movie truly because it's just like <laughs> it's Nazis, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like I don't I'm white and I don't even want to see more white people in this movie. Um, it's, I don't I don't really I'm not excited for it at all. Is that like is it's just the store okay so like when you when you when when Nolan comes out and says dude i'm gonna do like this movie about like time and shit and it's gonna be the most anti- mm-hmm. it's gonna be the most what does he say what did he say it's gonna be the most ambitious one of my most ambitious movies yeah. 
like that gets me going you know i'm like ooh yeah you know this feels like it's about to be another dunkirk and like no disrespect to dunkirk but like dunkirk was like meh to me yeah, oh, this I feels love like this feels, I don't dislike it. I just think it's like out of Interstellar and Inception and the Dark Knight movie it, movies and and all that stuff. Dunkirk, and I'm just like blah. So it feels like he he does this thing where like he does like a crazy bombastic kind of movie, and then he kind of goes more smaller. And I feel like this is what this this is this movie is going to be that where it's just kind of small and the cast is like gigantic. But I feel like it's going to be like. Just I don't know. I'm not I'm not excited about it. That's that that's my thing. It's not even about the cast anymore. It's just I'm not excited for the the idea. Like uh, what is it about a nuke? I don't care, dude. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I, I I just I it doesn't sound <laughs> when I was hearing like what he was trying to do with ten and I'm like, oh yeah, like that sounds nuts. You know what I mean? And this one is just like I don't know. I just don't feel like it, quite frank. So that's where I'm at. It's hard for me not to be excited because I loved Tenet so much. So obviously like his follow up I'm going to be super hyped for and also I just love Nolan so and I think the cast is great um you know from who we've seen except for Josh fucking Peck (laughs) that is so unserious um (laughs) one of the best unknowns alive you know oh yeah um, are you kidding frequent stop (laughs) (laughs) I forgot Chris Hemsworth was in that movie until like last night Chris Hemsworth was one of his worst performances, but it's so good. <laughs> that I movie's love Red so Dawn. bad. I, I love it's Red Dawn. I, I had the movie. I own the movie. I own the DVD and I own the Blu-ray. It's not it's not good. Can you not? Don't <laughs> it like so it's bad. really bad. But I think it's the funniest movie. Okay, when their dad gets shot, he's like, Dad, Josh Peck. I just started like He's, he's so bad. He's so bad. And Chris Hemsworth is like he's the most he's mo- he's the most Australian guy you ever meet. He's, this is our home, it's USA. I'm just like, what is I'm going crying. on? <laughs> this, it, oh it, it's God. terrible, but I love it. It's fun to me. Go ahead, Anna, please. Um, <laughs> that's so unserious. But everyone else that's been cast, great cast. I just, what is the fucking budget for this movie? Like, Jesus Christ, how many more people are going to hire? And it's not like they're, like, all no-names. All of them, like, have, like, you know, respectable careers. You know, a lot, a good amount. Most of them. them. Yeah, I would say most of them, yeah. Josh Peck is, like, the only one that I'm thinking of that I'm like, oh, you probably gave him, like, $10,000 and he signed on. Oh, he got at least $500,000. Come on. The lies you tell. Lies of Manelli. Goodbye. Ten thousand dollars? You think? Okay, you think Josh? I don't actually think they gave him ten thousand dollars, but there's no way that he's Especially making half how, a million. How much they give actors for a movie? Okay, maybe maybe like a hundred, a hundred thousand or something like that. Like 20. no, Hannah, you you don't you underestimating how they how much they pay actors, even like unknowns like Dwayne. No, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Is a frequent collaborator with fucking David Dobrik. They're not gonna pay him a hundred thousand dollars. Hannah, they pay actors a lot of money nowadays. That's what I'm saying. Listen, he'll he's gonna get Josh listen, gonna he's gonna get more money than Josh Hartnett. The fuck has he done? You think Josh Hartnett's <laughs> gonna get more? You see, now you're just talking about Kurt Josh Peck, Drake and Josh, all these other shit. 
You think he's? You think Josh Hartnett, who hasn't been in anything in like thirty-five years, is gonna get more I, than well, Josh Peck? I didn't say anything about. You Josh made like Hartnett. a little snicker or whatever. Josh Josh I, Hartnett is gonna get like twenty thousand dollars. I literally didn't say anything. I think that they'd probably get the same amount of money, honestly. You tripping? What Robert has Downey Josh Jr. Peck done except be in David Dobrik vlogs? Truly, other Robert than da- Red Dawn. Well, I think it's. I think it's just like okay. When they cash, okay, here's what I'll say. When they cash Josh Hartnett, what happened? Nobody moved. When they cash Josh Peck, they're like, oh my God, it's Josh Peck. Because this is it's ridiculous. so unserious. Yes, that's my point. He's a name. He is. No, he's not, he's he's not a big name. He's, he's a name because it's like. He's so unserious. That's what I'm saying. He's a name, though. He's more, oh, he's more of a name nowadays than Josh Hartnett. <laughs> what you sneezing now? Oh, you th- oh, about okay, okay. How about this, Josh Peck or Alden Ehrenreich? Uh, oh, he's fucking... getting more money than fucking Josh Peck. Goodbye. Get out of here, Hannah. You is... no, he definitely is. Oh no, Dylan Arnold from IU. He's in this thing. Oh, he's he's definitely getting more than Josh Peck too. And this is just your bias. You just don't like Josh Peck. No, this is. he's this getting is more money than Alden Aaron Reich from my fucking solo. Come on, now I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh, he's." I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Howling Bills, you after." I'm not gonna sit here and say that, like, "Oh my God, he's gonna get more money than like Rami Malek." It's not even close. Robbie Downey Jr. is gonna get paid. Rami Malek's going to get paid. Emily Blunt, of course. Florence Pugh's going to get paid. Cillian Murphy, of course. Um, Dane DeHaan, who'll get paid. I don't want to know about paid, paid. But... I'm just <laughs> glad Dane DeHaan is back in movies. Because I miss Dane DeHaan, him. Kenneth Branagh. Matt Damon's in this? Jack Quaid. No. Oh, my God. Hmm. A, lot of these, so a lot of these people are probably going to get like two minutes, quite frank. Feels like oh yeah for sure. It feels like uh what's the movie that came out French French Dispatch? It feels like oh yeah. It feels like one of those kind of scenarios where nobody's really gonna get any lines that much because this cast is like too big for its own good. Quite frank, Jack. Oh Quaid, yeah, you, that's what I mean. Like, what's it? the fucking? <laughs> that's uh like that's why I said like what's the fucking budget for this movie? Let's take a look. Oh no, I put box office. Oppenheimer, I don't think it's gonna be up here this soon. Oppenheimer budget. 100 mil. Not bad. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's bad? No, it's just I expected like because just how big the cast is. A hundred mil for a cast like this, you can you can you're fine. It's a hundred when it yeah. gets in like when you get into like the 150s and 200, that's like about like scope and what you're gonna do. You know? Like like for instance, like okay, so like the Batman, right? The Batman's budget I think was like two hundred million. Um, it was a hundred million, but with uh, like uh, delays and stuff like that. Yeah, about two hundred million. Two hundred. Yeah, so I think m- most of that is clearly because of like. Sorry, guys, I got cut my throat. Most of that I think is sure is honestly because of like the scope and the scale of some of the scenes and stuff like that. I don't think it's um. Because the cat, because the cast, of course, Robert Robert uh, Robert Pattinson is gonna get a big paycheck. Um, Zoe Kravitz is gonna get a big paycheck. Uh, what's his face? Who Penguin? Uh, with all them prosthetics, is gonna Tom get. A, yeah, he's gonna get a big paycheck, and Jeffrey Wright and Paul Dano, eh, he get a paycheck. I don't know about big, but like Paul Dano, yeah, Paul Dano. 
you know that's really it you know there's this like everyone else who who was in the movie was not like like because you man when they when they do these marvel movies bro like scarlet and like robert downey jr is like two like 20 million dollars i think robert downey jr for like avengers endgame was like 60 million it's fucking nuts these like paychecks for some of these for some of these i know he got paid more than tom holland for homecoming yeah yeah it's um well i mean it makes sense i guess yeah i'm not saying that it doesn't make sense because tom holland was obviously like a no-name around that time but now i think tom holland's probably way way much more like his work is probably it it definitely far in the millions as far as for a movie because i I thought that toby only made a million dollars for spider-man i was like what wait who said that toby mcguire he said that that's what that's that's what's reported only a million dollars for knowing home yeah that's what I'm. That's why I was like, you know, you like this. Some of these, some people get like. You, I thought Toby would be like twenty million, fifteen million, ten. Let's, yeah. Let's take a look here. Hmm. How much money did Toby McGuire make for Spider Man? Made. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So he made about four million for. For, for no 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 hold on okay give me a sec because it's like it's bringing up all these other Marvel like Spider Man movies <laughs> for uh, let's take a look I think he probably made more money than uh than Andrew yeah it's been reported the- this is um it's been reported that Tobey Maguire made one million dollars for Spider Man No Way Home oh my god that's it hmm. Um, okay. Could be more. Yeah, could be more. We'll see. But uh, yeah. Um, probably it's probably because of like what he did. You know, probably probably because they're in like the the final act, and that's it for the <clears> most <throat> part. Yeah. All right. Let's get them some more questions here. Um, this person here says the DC de- the DC delays really really confuse me. I have no idea what they're doing with this universe. Do you think this is the reason why a lot of people just kind of shrug their arms when it comes to the the DCEU? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, yeah. You know? Because, like, mm-hmm. like, man, it's like you get all this praise for the Batman and, you know, everyone is, like, it's, like, going nuts and the box office is great and then all this stuff and the fact that people, the when I okay when I heard about the Batman movie right and I was like why wouldn't you when I first heard what they were doing I'm like oh you don't want to just put that in the DCEU but then as time mm-hmm. went on and you learn more about the movie and you know you you learn more about Matt Reeves's plans and stuff like that I'm just like brother don't go near the DCEU <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what if he any did. if anything I think the Batman would be a great way to reboot you know the cinematic universe not the dcu just a new cinematic universe i guess like the reeves verse whatever that's what i want it's I just, just yeah it's a it's a good place to start and i think that if they really are set on you know having a universe that the batman and someone like matt reeves you know heading it would be the best or smartest choice yeah i i uh 
I, 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 I don't, how can I say, man, I, man, it's so hard to get excited for this universe where it's just like, you feel like there's not a plan here. One of the reasons why I feel like, one of the reasons why I feel like they did delay these movies, like what do they do? Um, Shazam 2 got pushed up like six months to December 16, 2022, yeah. going up against Avatar, by the way completely baffling which is their movie that's fucking insane they're literally setting the movie up to fail it's they both of them are there i don't get it it's it's weird but they probably gonna move avatar because we haven't really heard anything about avatar lately i was gonna say i think that they might know about disney moving avatar and maybe that's why they have that in that place oh is avatar disney i thought it was warner brothers Mm -mm, it's disney um okay so yeah and then they moved the flash to june 23rd from November to June twenty third, twenty twenty three. What the? That's fuck literally is more than a year away. It's <laughs> so insane. What's going on with this movie? And what they're putting this on is like they're putting it on. They're putting it on the COVID. And I'm like, brother, what? <laughs> COVID. And then Aquaman, the lot in the lost. Hasn't Kingdom. this movie been filming for fucking ever? Like, what is going on? Aquaman the Lost Kingdom goes to March 17th, 2023. Disaster. Um, dis- okay, so what I would say, I think they did this because they don't have a movie. They don't have movies for next week set up. Not next week, next year. Does that make any sense? Maybe. If you, if yeah. you, if you, okay, the, the schedule that they had lined up before, the only movie pretty much that they had lined up as far as DCEU for next year, was Shazam 2. So I think they wanted to put, I think they they realized that, you know, we have, why we're, (laughs) yeah, why put all these movies out this year with like, because what was the, the slate, like they, like they showed it, the slate this year for them was going to be Black Adam. I'm not going to bring up Super Pets because like, nobody's moving, but like Black Adam, the Flash and Aquaman all in this year, right? Including the success of the Batman. So I feel like maybe they're just like, man, this Batman's doing really good. Um, what do we, I just, what do we got for next year? They got, what What was coming out next year besides Shazam 2? Like, I could be wrong, but like it, I, nothing, you know? So I think they just wanted to put more stuff into next year because this year, you know, you you'll have the Batman, and you'll have Shazam two, and you'll have Black Adam. Like Black Adam got pushed in October, by the way, everyone. Um, so you have those movies, and then next year you have the Flash and Aquaman. Black Adam still this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then you have so right now, as far as D, I think it's because Marvel has all these. You know, Marvel this year, what are they going to start off with? Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and then they're going to go in the door of Lund- door Love and Thunder. And then what's next for Marvel after Thor: Love and Thunder? I think that's it for this year. I mean, if you um, want to count Spider Verse, but that's not MCU. Yeah. Um, is Thor: Love and Thunder really the last one for this year? That's crazy. Uh, it was supposed to be Black. Pa- I don't think Black Panther is coming out this year. I just it ain't happening. I don't think so either. But that's gonna get moved, and I think they probably maybe they maybe you're right. Maybe they're moving Avatar, and they're gonna move Black Panther too. And next year is going to be a lot of movies as well for MCU. But um, I think that's what went into count here. I think Warner Brothers was like, we don't have anything for next year to really kind of 
keep momentum going. And uh, we have all these movies coming out this year, but then what about the what about the future? But then that's why I bring up the argument of what do you, what is your plan? <laughs> what what do you guys yeah, want I, to do? I I just don't understand how nobody there seems like they don't I have think a this plan. Confirms that like none of the movies had like any connection to each other. Though. I agree because everyone's like, oh, what about uh, Batman? The Batman is supposed to be in this. And my brother, they don't know this. These well, not even that. Getting... I mean, like flash um aquaman and like shazam i'm like scrambling them so easily i don't think any of them like lead into each other have any information that you know is important to the others you know like they're with the mcu you do kind of have to keep up you know and stay on schedule with them and stay on schedule because there's stuff in the movies that you know will present you with information that you need to know for the next movie you know um so obviously we saw that kind of happen with um when covid first hit and we had everything scrambled around and we had to still keep you know the schedule because if you moved fucking i don't know if you move things around from last year this year it wouldn't have been where we are now especially with like you know hawkeye being like the last one that we got we needed the order. We need to keep the order, especially, you know, even with like, you know, WandaVision and now like Multiverse of Madness, because I think mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness will still come out the same year as WandaVision at some point. Fucking mess, right? Yeah, what they did was they, what Marvel did with the whole, the rescheduling, they just pushed everything together. You know, like, you know, okay, so you know, you know, um, like a puzzle, like a massive, okay, so like eight puzzles, right? What they did was just slide the puzzles down like a little bit. You know what I mean? They didn't reshuffle yeah. anything. They just kind of pushed them all together. What DC is doing right now is they they they're picking puzzle pieces and, and now they're <laughs> shuffling all. Whoa, man! Oof. Like my head hurts, and it's just like like this. It just doesn't feel like there's an actual cohesive kind of plan for these movies, and I think that's just. Percep- per uh perception is very is key when it comes to general audiences and um I just don't think people it's just it's just why they're just never really taken seriously at you know what I mean and it's just like I want them to but I think I think I think what they have going for them is just letting these directors do movies um you know Joker is not critically acclaimed all around as far as like everyone universally loving it the batman feels way more like a universally loved um rather than rather than joker was but both movies are successful as hell and uh yeah i think the new plan should just be listen we grab a director and do what they want to do and uh we go from there i think i think i think the suicide squad from last year because clearly that was all of a james gunn movie right I think mm-hmm. I think it would have it would have been way more successful if we didn't get that movie prior. I think the movie just left a lot of a lot of bad taste in people's mouth as far as like Suicide Squad goes, and I also think yeah. that movie, I also think that movie just uh just the title thing really confused people, and I think if last year's Suicide Squad was the first Suicide Squad movie, so I was like, oh, this is our first look at these characters. Like, oh, we have Harley Quinn for the first time and we have, you know, all these new people here for the first time. I think it would have been a way more success, way more of a more successful movie. But even with that movie, they let James Gunn just be James Gunn. And with Peacemaker, they let him be, you know, James Gunn with that show as well. And all 
when they when they when they let this happen when it comes to the directors and you don't have to connect this and that and that and this um it creates a great product so i think they need to focus on that and i think this universe then you got i think you just got to kill it quite frank to me um <laughs> we've been begging for this for so long you gotta just kill to kill it. it you gotta do something just because it's not working and it's like you, there's no plan here is there a justice league movie coming out next year do we have wonder woman three coming out soon what that's what's still the, happening what's, I, I don't know <laughs> i don't what's the plan it's like what's you know how like when you hear when you hear Kevin Feige say, and I know like we we get tired of the same Marvel shit. I mean, I am, ooh, God, man, the Batman really exposed a lot of the MCU. I'm sorry, I just did. Oh yeah. Anyway, I literally <laughs> after getting out of the Batman, I literally went and lowered my like No Way Home rating, my Eternals rating. Like I took it all down. It was a bad. I can't even listen. I'd be like wanting to watch a superhero movie and. I, I don't even have the itch to go back into most of the MCU films right now. I just don't even feel like it. <laughs> like, because I just, because this, this Batman movie, as far as like just letting a director go, give him the money and just walk away or something like that. <laughs> no, it's just something that they're never going to do as far as Marvel goes. And why would they? Every All these movies are, are successful, but there is something very beneficial to a guy that says, Hey, listen, you know, like, hey, oh, you have you have the X Men now. What are you gonna do with them? He says, "Listen, I got plan. I got my plan for five years. I mean, after five years, I'll see. But like, I have a plan right now already. This is what he said back in like when the merger happened in like 2018. He's like, yeah. I have a plan for the next five years. I literally, There's- I was gonna say, I literally remember him saying like five years, five years, five yeah, years. That's when I had the- we're gonna get X Men." So from 2018 to like 20, what is when's five years at the 2023? Uh, he was right. He had a plan. Yeah. So what? What if if Warner Bros. If okay, like say like say this is Warner Bros. And listen, we're about to buy this major studio, and you're gonna get access to like this Batman character and that character and this character they would probably introduce them immediately, you know, go off the hype, go off the fanfare and stuff, introduce them right off the bat. And they'll, they'll, they'll probably like reschedule this movie and that movie. The only time when Marvel really like rescheduled something because of a character was Spider-Man. I mean, I mean, you just have to, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Spider-Man, you know what I mean? But I think, and it worked for the most part, because, you know, when they did the deal with Sony, they 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 push some things around for Spider-Man Homecoming to get a summer spot, you know? And yeah. they pushed and they and they, you know, they integrated him into Civil War and stuff. That's like the only time that I could think of where like they have access to a character. They immediately started using them. Like they've had the X-Men characters for like at least like four years now. And we saw the first one. <laughs> we saw the first one last year in WandaVision. Granted, it was a bait and switch, but it was him initially. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just think... We can at least think it was him because we knew exactly. that the deal, you know, was done. And sealed, they know what they were doing. You know, when they were Right. They know what they were oh, doing. Oh, yeah. 100%. They put them on the screen. They know. You know what they were doing. But yeah. I feel like Warner Brothers is lacking that person to be like, listen, I got a plan for like 10 years, dude. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll integrate <laughs> these characters when I can, but I got a plan for the next five, six years. I think that's what Warner Brothers is really lacking right now. And hopefully with this new merger, they can have someone who can just come in and say that because right now it just feels like. When you think about it, this is kind of like 
if they were to go with the Batman and say, okay, we're going to move forward with like a universe, mm-hmm. it would be their third time trying to reboot the DCU because we started with the Snyderverse, right? And obviously that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Not saying on Zack or anything. Oh, obviously, man, I don't want to get attacked, work man. Out. That's, that's um, what... <laughs> I'm just saying, and I, I do mean that. Um, <laughs> you don't want to get it. And then, you know, <laughs> we tried to, they tried to kind of rebrand with you know the mm-hmm. fun light stuff like shazam aquaman yeah, uh, trying to be very like stuff, mcu yeah. kind of stuff birds prey even mm-hmm. then birds prey kind of still felt like adjacent um yeah and yeah, then now if we're gonna do the batman and move forward with, like universe it's gonna be the third time <laughs> yeah and it's like it's i don't know man they brought in Walter hamada and I just go back. I just go back to. I just go back to thinking of like. I remember when they released their slate in like 2016, and it was so wow. different from it what we've actually gotten. So it was like Green Lantern and Cyborg and this person and Batgirl and Batman and Justice League three by like 2022 and uh, yeesh. Well, anyway, that's it, everyone. That's what we got today for today's show. We appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys all for listening. What happens with these questions is that we'll get them and then we'll just spend like 30 minutes talking about the question. So, sorry. We'll get like a, a question that like needs a good discussion <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then we'll get a question that really doesn't. Then we'll get another one that's like good 20 minutes of a discussion to come from it. So, thank you guys for sending in all your questions. I really do appreciate it. They're very, very appreciative as far as like when I hear my phone ding and I realize it's from Skype, I get really excited. So, thank you. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys all for joining us. Hannah... Let everyone know. Uh, you can follow me, Irish on Twitter. All right, you can follow me on Twitter as well at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. As far as the schedule for us, uh, we do we are gonna have a review for Turning Red tomorrow. I still gotta watch it. Um, that'll be tomorrow. I really, I really gotta watch it because I gotta see what's going on with this damn movie, man. These critics and God, listen. Go ahead, talk your shit. I'm just tired. This has been a thing for the longest time. It's just fucking annoying that... (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just fucking annoying that, you know, we just had a coming-of-age Pixar movie come out about a fucking fish. And people didn't like, oh, I can't relate to it. I can't relate to it. Because it's a girl. It's a little girl. That's it. it. I know. It's a little Asian girl. And now they're like, oh, I can't get into it because it's a little Asian girl. And I'm like... Who the fuck cares? Like, there's a way to find yourself in, like, every piece of media. It's, like, you obviously went into the movie with some sort of, like, feelings towards it already to come out and find absolutely nothing to relate to. You were a fucking, like, 10-year-old kid at some point. Guarantee you there's some experiences in that movie that happened to you. You could relate to anything. I'm not saying you have to like the movie. But I'm saying, like, actually criticize it. Not walk out of it and be like oh, didn't like it because I'm not a, you know, 10-year-old little Asian girl. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I, it's it's so annoying because it has always been a thing of straight white men always hating on things that are targeted towards, you know, young women, girls, anything. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that young girls, girls, women draw, like, find, them, find themselves, like, gravitating towards, they'll hate it just because it's not catered to them. It's, it's I heard so people say this. I heard some people say this about some people say the same thing about Soul, the same thing about like Into the Spider Verse. Oh, I can't really relate to this character, dude. Like, 
dude, why are you going into this movie if you know if if you know that this is these are I just don't understand how I don't even have the words, man, because I haven't seen the movie. I want to watch the movie first, but it just feels very weird that you need to find something. All of a sudden, you need to find something to relate to when it comes to a young girl going through puberty. If this was about a young boy going through puberty and he turns into like a big fucking like, I don't know, lion (laughs) when he gets like anxious or whatever these a lot of men will be eating that shit up but because it's a young little asian girl a young little minority um you know who's going through changes and stuff like that like the fact that some of these are quote-unquote critiques of the movie like oh man uh usually pixar can connect people to uh movies and i can't connect to this movie because it's not about me is super artificial and super messy larry put it in a tweet yesterday and it was like the perfect tweet um did you see that tweet that he put out yesterday as far as like I the did. movie yeah, goes? I liked and it. and he and it and, and he's absolutely right. Cause this is ridiculous, man. And and you're seeing women it's not even like I mean, there's some I mean not, but you know, most of most of people on Twitter who are really loving this movie are you know, they're like loving this movie. So the fact that you can come out of it and I, I, I don't hear anything about the story, anything about this, oh the acting or the writing, or it's not really that. The only thing I'm hearing from from straight white males is it's not connected to me and I can connect to it. What did you connect with with like Thor, Love and Thunder? Or I mean like Thor Ragnarok. I know, or like, right? like what did you connect? Why do you what? have to connect with like some find some sort of relatability in like movies all of a sudden? Because I want to know what you walked out of Batman feeling. That's like, what I'm saying. Like what what did you connect what? with? Was 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 I don't know? Was uh was Captain America: The Winter Soldier connected? Like, did that make you feel connected and relatable as a ma- what? <laughs> All of a sudden, this is the movie where I'm just not. I don't feel. I don't relate to this movie. Oh, because you because we relate to Shang Chi. Whatever, dude. I I just don't. I think it's the weirdest the weirdest critique for a movie. If that's how you feel. Then I I don't know. I'm so watching it tonight, stupid. and I'm just I'm watching it tonight, and most likely I feel like I am gonna enjoy it because like um I like when Pixar goes this route is for like doing something different than the same shit, man. You I, I you, like, and I know people are like, oh, it's shits. not, it's not um, I guess accessible, and I'm like, I I don't think people understand that the more kind of like specific you get makes it more um accessible Mm -hmm. does that make any sense like having specific experiences isn't as individualized as you think it is like the specificity of this Mm -hmm. movie is probably going to what is probably going to make people love it just that much more because it's going to be so real and you know seeing yourself in it more than we could have ever thought if, yeah. if that makes any sense, you know, it's just, it's, it's frustrating for sure. And especially because this has just been such a, I guess, normalized thing in media is just straight white men can't, can't, can't seem to grasp that there's media made for anybody but them, you know. And I'm not attacking, there's a lot of our peers who feel like this, right? I'm not attacking any, but the, if that's all you get from a movie like dude if that's all you get from a movie 
especially with the content that they're providing as far as what the movie is about. Like, I just, I, I don't know what to tell you. If that's all you got is I can't connect to the movie. Do you, oh, fuck me. Like, I, I, I didn't connect to, what are, we, what, are we, what are we talking about earlier? That both movie that we really had fun with. The Faculty? <laughs> what did I connect to with the faculty? Nothing. Oh no, I just I don't think that's a good example because there is a lot of stuff in that movie that I thought I could relate to because it definitely is about kind of like stereotypes and well, it's been like a while. That. I guess like Scream. Um, I don't know something else. Hereditary. <laughs> yeah, Scream is probably a better example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hereditary is kind of a bad example too because that's. Yeah, stop! You, you messed up my sorry stick sh- <laughs> here. Anyway, it's just it's just it's just it's just a it's it's weird behavior. It's what I'm gonna say. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm watching it tonight and the review I'll talk about it, but it's just weird. So we'll end it with that, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. Talk to you guys soon. Cinemania Live. <laughs>